My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today we're here like doing something super exciting. So, well, I think it's super exciting anyway. So a new <laughs> show is coming out soon called Worry the Virgin. And it's a remake of the American show Jane the Virgin, which is a remake of the telenovela whose name translates to Jane the Virgin. I don't want to butcher Spanish, so just That's fine. stay with <laughs> me here. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it stars longtime love of the show mm-hmm. uh sung hoon whom we are we love we love sung hoon we, okay? do. We, we do we have we have a strange affection for that sad little man um <laughs> so we decided like what if we did an episode about remakes and shows and movies and whatever that are remakes and that's what we's gonna do so mm-hmm. if you're curious about some related content to this <laughs> uh, we have an episode where we go deep into the remake of another Oh Hey Young, which is called Certified Unlucky. And we have two two whole videos with our actual faces on them <laughs> on YouTube uh, where we make Sky watch Boys Over Flowers. <laughs> they, they are currently our like most popular <laughs> most episodes on YouTube too. <laughs> Is us making uh-huh. making Sky watch Boys Over Flowers, and, so, and I'm actually very happy that the conclusion video didn't show up because yeah, yeah. there were there were some tech there were some technical problems. But there was a costume that I had going on. I, I'm just I'm the happy. World that, is, I'm, the world, the world was not ready. The world was not ready for your sick cosplay. Oh my gosh, it was so great though. Like if you had been there, like she was like, okay. I'm gonna go do something and wait. And so she had left the the chat and the <laughs> was or, so you know, video chat, and then she came back and was just. That's. I wish oh. we had that like oh. moment of like, like screenshot our reaction, screen laughing. Maybe I'll bring that. Co- like if there's costume. ever something special, I can bring that cosplay back. Please do. Yes. It was a delight. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we so, did in that oh hey young certified unlucky episode we did spend about 20 minutes discussing remakes and stuff so i mean but it's been like two years and yeah we didn't make it happen so you know do a full deep dive on it we didn't give like a lot of like different like a little things it was kind of just like a tie-in to what we're talking about for this remake yeah so if we overlap it all let it go well done man Stuff then happens. you should really watch it if we said yeah. it twice. Exactly. <laughs> you right. You right. So, like, what kind of like common sort of remakes do we like, you know, encounter in the wild world of Asian entertainment streaming? Well, I think it's different, like, between like us who watch asian dramas and then like just like the general population who watches media right Mm -hmm. because i feel like everybody knows that there are like remakes of movies but kind of like the more popular or the like widely known Mm -hmm. to like people who aren't part of the asian community entertainment watching you know that sort of thing would be that you know that like a lot of asian horror movies yeah like Like, it's a very like known thing but like for us we know that like Asian dramas get remade within the Asian countries yeah. all the time. Like it's a very common thing for us. Mm-hmm. I also love um, 
I was like visiting my mom and she was watching, you know, the American version of Good Doctor. And I was like, oh, that's based on a K-drama. And she looked at me like I had grown a third head. Like <laughs> she was just like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's it's based on like a really popular K-drama. That's why. It's and there's a J-drama exists. remake of it as yeah. well. And then she was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. So like there are things that, you know, it does sort of go both ways. And sometimes people aren't really aware mm-hmm. that things are a remake. And sometimes uh, remakes are better ideas than others, let's just say. Like, for example, how they keep saying they're going to remake Train to Busan. And I'm like, why? This doesn't just make a zombie movie. Like, no one's stopping you. (laughs) A whole thing on Twitter recently, like a couple weeks ago, I think, that where somebody said, you know, can we stop remaking things that were good? Let's Mm -hmm. remake the movies that had a great idea but didn't execute let's take that great idea yeah, and well, remake that yeah, and then, rework like, it. yeah, yeah. like See, that would be like a really great that. idea that someone thinking reasonably would think but as we all know um the people who make the decisions who are just in it for money see oh this made money it'll make money again and they're <laughs> clearly no wrong reason. because they're not making yeah. money anymore and like, they're not even making good anything good with it well so. it's also like hard when it's like you take like uh what was it time to hunt time for hunt that movie mm-hmm. the korean movie and they were like posted on netflix and immediately they're like we're gonna remake it for an American you sequel you on Netflix again. You just Within like it. a couple of years. And you're like, mm. you don't need to remake it. It exi- It's right there. It exists. You already yeah. made it. Good job. The other one I was laughing about is how there were always the rumors that they were going to make an American version of Crash Landing on you. And I'm like, how? Like, yeah. it doesn't... The, America doesn't have like a long term... Like, it doesn't have a DMZ. Like, this doesn't... <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, this <laughs> plot doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like <laughs> Canadian and American. Yeah, I know. Like, plot well, doesn't work like It's not a forbidden do. romance. You can go between America and Canada freely. <laughs> and you can go I between mean, Mexico and the US. You can't make this show. Every summer, every summer, there is in my town, there's like a float down that starts in like this American town and everybody gets on yeah. a raft and they mm-hmm. right, and they go to this other American town. Yeah. And one year, the weather was absolutely terrible and the wind was blew everybody to the Canadian side into our little harbor and they couldn't get out because they're just in blow up rafts. Oh my, God. Oh my gosh. Of, there is like, they're all, drunk, they're all Crash like, floating on and you. And nobody has their ID or their passports. So like, you just you can't go back home. It was like, it was a, oh my God. like, that's it hilarious. Was hilarious. We're all going for walks down and like getting fries and ice cream and stuff and just watching all these cold Americans like crying <laughs> in their beers about how they can't get back home. And they, they just rounded them all up, put them on a bus and drove and them back them home. the border like, and like dumped them on the state site. Like it was not. You, you can't make a show out of that. Like, it's no. but, I mean, Sorry. you could, but it is but it not going to be the same show. Yeah, it's, no. it's like, like that would be. Listen, that would be like a funny sitcom comedy situation, <laughs> yeah, like like a corner gas plot of some sort. Like, you I know, mean, small yeah. town shenanigans, but not. You could have like one of the people like um, develop a relationship with like the bus driver or something, and then yeah, you know, like, like yeah. be great. But it wouldn't be crash landing. <laughs> That's well, one of those things like, too. Like cultural <laughs> context matters. With the Western remakes, they you. just take the name, right? A lot of times yeah. you just take the name and then they completely change it. So, yeah. And you're like, but that's not how... You only get people for that one episode. After yeah. that, they're out. So you're lost yeah. all your money. Yeah. So I don't understand this. Like, even, like, if I'm thinking about it, Arizona has the big 
a weather balloon or you know the mm. air balloon festival that they yeah. have and, and like you would have to have yeah. it there but like still yeah. but like it doesn't it, it's not hmm. illegal to float into mexico no one's gonna think you're a spy <laughs> no, you'd be more like worried about like you know crashing and dying like that's your actual concern like i like, don't even like, think you need a passport people. to get into mexico you need one to get back but like i think they just like, i mean maybe if you said it in like the 50s in alaska and they wound up in russia well let's, let's also be honest it's western they'll probably do something like drug court cartel or like oh, you know make it bullshit like, yeah very yeah. like uh-huh. just completely uh, missing yeah. the point of like, everything this is how it is in all of mexico and you're like mm. you're like oh, it's really truly not no but, it's it's not at all okay whereas whereas that actually presented a realistic look of what it's like to live in abject poverty <laughs> in North Korea and how different it is from South Korea which was the point of the show like um, anyway so cultural context in remakes does matter which is why often people are like oh why are you upset when they're remaking like these Asian shows but you're not upset when they're remaking western shows in Asia because like none of the cultural context of like say criminal minds doesn't translate yeah. to the Korean version of Criminal Minds. <laughs> like, there's nothing yeah. culturally significant about crime and law is, is like universal. Yeah, yeah, like you can like, like another one, like one that I really liked that was Designated Survivor. Oh like, yeah, you know that like presidents exist in both korea and america like this is not like a culturally significant well that's also with a whole case there was the Mm. japanese version and then there's the original american version and they were able to do stuff that was pretty close to that because it's like these aren't fairy tale lens like people die and people are murdered all the time like just because their crime rate is different it doesn't mean that it's not happening you know so it's not like all countries so like you know it would be as if a production a u.s production company would watch through the darkness yes. and go, we're going to take that. And it's like the entire story is about how something progressed within Korea. Like, yeah. well, I yeah. guess we could say like, it wasn't actually a, like a remake of it, but like, it does like very closely follow the Western um, show mind hunter. Mm-hmm. And because they're, they're both, both about the creation yeah. of the BAUs. But, like, they're both country. about real things that yeah. actually happened involving right. real people. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, <laughs> yeah, fictional it's, it's not like, Also, it's in... not, like, a cultural thing or, like, and we've talked about this before many times, but, like, things like um, just difference in, like, entertainment values mm-hmm. and different comedy, like, likes within yeah. countries is huge. So, like, something like Crash Landing on You might not land with most of Western... Mm-hmm. Comedy standards are like, (laughs) (laughs) but well, I mean, like a few years ago, they did a Korean remake of the movie Cruel Intentions, drama Mm -hmm. called Tempting. Mm -hmm. The first two episodes were pretty good. They were pretty fire. They were pretty sexy. They were, they they were like toe in the line, but not quite crossing Mm -hmm. it. I mean, if you've seen the movie Cruel Intentions. It doesn't go there's, as hard as Korean does. There, right? <laughs> no, and it's Korean like, drama it kind of pushed <laughs> yeah. like it might go there, and it could go there. The casting was fire. They could all have have gone there if if allowed to, but 
there was some pushback and people went, whoa, hang on. This is too sexy for TV. Like, it's too much. Mm-hmm. There's You can't have high school boys, like, making out with middle-aged women. That's not okay. And you can't, you know. Listen, so they yeah. pulled like, it back. Boy... And the rest of it was basically your standard K-drama. Yeah. And it was kind like, of like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Listen, my boy Wudo Juan, uh, I don't know if I didn't, how many are listening, uh, one of his first projects was an erotic film, so, like, he'd be cool with it, and we all yeah. know it. But, like, you know. But, like, it's different standards, they ready. And, you know. The world wasn't ready for yeah. that. Well, also, you know? I think it's just, like, the perception is that, like, movies would be harder to attain as, like, just regular dramas on TV. Mm-hmm. And, like, you understand that, because it's a different cultural thing and, like, that sort of thing. But it's also- hard when it, like, makes it messy, too. Like, it yeah. didn't just not you should have not done it then at the like well, you, are, you live in korea you know that this you knew like, the limits you exactly. yeah. yeah and also i think one of the problems there is that you're taking a two-hour thing and trying to stretch it into 16 as opposed yeah. to usually when we get an asian remake of a western media it's a television show that has like seven seasons under its belt and they're just taking the first season and condensing it into 16 episodes mm-hmm. and that works condensing yeah. it is easier expanding it is harder so it winds up being i mean with tempted it wound up being basically the same plot over and over again like yeah. they had the same okay misunderstanding and then we get back together misunderstanding and it was the same misunderstanding mm-hmm. every week and you were like okay we watched this last week like yeah. i don't okay give me something new. there's like i feel like there's certain dramas that like could work like for example one that i just thought literally just two seconds ago you could definitely remake something like king eternal monarch in mm-hmm. the states by fun yeah. like alterna history like you know yeah but you can't remake something like i don't know like i don't know what's a like a sagook you can't remake a sagook in the states it just wouldn't make sense like, i could see yeah no there's no like royalty. A there's but no, like there's like, some like mock dongs I could see. Like I could see mm-hmm. Penthouse doing really pen- well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, that yeah. sort of thing where it's like very heightened, like um romance, emotional stuff. Because it's like it doesn't matter like your mm-hmm. level of what you do, like in terms of different yeah. countries. Like they still like generally it's you know, showing or like relate, love relationships and we all like have some- that. Yeah, like yeah. something like The Last Empress being made as a British TV show. Yeah. That could work. Yeah. But yeah. you know. There's like a lot of stuff that just, you know, five children. You could remake that anywhere in the world. Not that they're <laughs> yeah. not that they're yeah. going to, but like yeah. you could if you wanted to. Um, but you know, as long as it's not the if the story doesn't depend on like cultural grounding that doesn't exist mm-hmm. like outside of the context that it is being made in, don't remake it because yeah. it won't make sense. This kind of segues, there's like a good handful of actual projects that are happening very soon that are remakes of mm-hmm. other things. So you have like, so we've talked about worry, which potentially it could get into a little gray area because mm-hmm. of the, the cultural aspects of the telenova and that sort of thing. But it kind of like fits also in just like a general entertainment value yeah. between the two. Like, so you know, the, the... It kind of works. We haven't also seen it because so we don't know yeah. how they'll take yeah. the spin. But, but also, like there's... you guys were saying that that one is very heavily about the characters being Catholic is a main thing. And that mm-hmm. is something that yeah, translates a, pretty yeah. well to Korea. Yeah. So. But you have, like, something like Money Heist, which they just announced mm-hmm. was going mm-hmm. to be, they announced the date. It's going to be on Netflix because the other Money Heist is on Netflix on the 24th, which is, 
I guess technically may not be a remake in like the land of Netflix. It might just be like a, a continuation mm-hmm. or spinoff story in terms of everything, you know, than the regular one, mm-hmm. which is a Spanish. Yes. Yes. So, Spanish. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but like, that's, I think is like a, a good example of something that like, is a nice spin where you're kind of taking that world mm-hmm. and that essence and making it into like things. So you can kind yeah. of fit that, but you have like Itoan class. Itoan class is now going to be a Japanese drama remake. It's mm-hmm. called um, Rapungi class. Um, I feel and it it's could work. It's coming because... out in a couple of months. It's like fairly soon. Yeah. I, I feel like Itoan class could work because a lot of the problems that are being presented in mm-hmm. Itoan class uh, exist in Japan as well. That's true. Like, you know, I... there's still racism against, you know. Yeah, but it, I think it like, depends on also and... like what they're willing to go and show yeah. based on like, are, are they going to be realistic about that or not? Mm-hmm. Would- I like when like remakes like build on something. Cause sometimes it's like you watch a remake and you're like, wow, like they actually like, yeah. they did something cool with this and other, mm-hmm. but then other times you watch it and it's literally just a the shot theme. by shot. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just watch the- <laughs> like the, the yeah. one I'm thinking of, um, now I'm gonna I need to preface this by saying I am not saying this is a good drama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the Thai remake of Antique Bakery that they remade oh, no. last year, Baker Boys, it's silly and stupid. Okay. Just just know that. But they actually like did fun stuff with it. Like they were, mm. you know, they you could tell that they were having fun with the show and like the idea and so that was one of those where it's like how do you expand on an and that idea? was like the remake of a movie Korean yeah it's movie, a remake so of a yeah. movie yeah so it's like it's fun to see like oh okay like i see what you did i see i see what you did there okay. <laughs> i think so sky you've watched both the movie and the drama of beauty inside right mm-hmm. yes did that one do well in terms of like I know there's some differences between the two and the adaption, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it like it helped with the expanding of like things or worlds, or are they kind of like almost on their own? So to me, there are two main things. I feel like the movie, the tone is different between the two. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that one is better than the other, but the drama does have lighter tones in mm-hmm. it. I'm not saying that it's mm-hmm. always light, but the movie, because it's covering pretty much the movie, it, it's more emotional and darker though it's not like it's a hugely dark Mm -hmm. topic Mm -hmm. it is a more serious take on everything Mm -hmm. sadder more mellow i guess to where the drama does have aspects of seriousness and stuff in it as well but because they expand so much on all the other characters and you know there's a second couple and things like that whereas in the movie there's not a second couple it's like a more contained story. Mm-hmm. The movie pretty much only covers the issue at hand, whereas um, the drama covers the issue at hand. But since it just it, it puts the issue at hand aside a lot, to then well, we're going to yeah. talk about the business or the second couple or parents or what. So like, mm-hmm. what was the second? One? So like, tone was the big difference. I think both of them are just really good, but. Mm-hmm. So what was the question? The question wasn't tone. I wanted to remember <laughs> no, tone. That's no, it's just like, basically, like, it. did you think that it, like, did it do that? Where it expanded it upon the, mm-hmm. like, and did it work, essentially? Yeah, it definitely worked, but I almost, like... Or they, like, they're two separate entities. They almost, almost, they almost feel... 
the, the movie. 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 Okay. The movie. And the yeah. movie is just way more serious. Okay. And I can I can see. So like I can see someone watching the drama, loving the drama, and that that balance of tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then picking up the movie and being super and disappointed like, oh, because yeah. it's very so different. Serious. If if they're not typically if they weren't expecting a very mm-hmm. serious movie. Mm-hmm. But if if you know the tones are wildly different, it's almost very good separate takes of each other. Okay. Kind of like kind of like Natalia mm-hmm. was saying, like it almost feels like they read the same book and made two fresh. separate adaptations, yeah, right. kind yeah. of like the plot. Of as far as again the the issue at hand is exactly the same. Okay, mm-hmm. you definitely get way more character development yeah. than the drama. I mean, yeah. the movie was very much this is what's going on, and that's pretty much it. So. One of my favorite things about that drama was the brother-sister relationship, which mm, right. you obviously wouldn't be getting on that movie. Yeah. So, like, mm. you cut that out. I mean, you again, not that it's a hyper-comedic drama, but any any of the lightness there mm-hmm. it pretty much isn't. Mm. The movie's way more depressing. I will say, <laughs> like, it, it, shows, it shows the sadness of it. And it, it's, it's fascinating since it is, they're both Korean, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's, yeah. it's not like these yeah. were different countries doing these takes the fact that and also that it was so close together it's not like it was a decade in between or something and yeah. so that's why they had a totally different take it really was just kind of a handful of years i think maybe five yeah. or yeah. something yeah because i mean even the people in the movie like all the because you have a ton of cameos because that's the way mm-hmm. this is structured and those are all like still active and you know the yeah active very yeah. popular entertainers that are all in the movie too so it's just fascinating i think it's a really good example of like what we're talking mm-hmm. about yeah I another like one that yeah of like of like you said the same person reading this you know like two different people reading the same book and like taking something different mm-hmm. out of it and i wish more of the remakes that we see did that like where they weren't trying to make it exactly the same but they were yeah. instead reinterpreting the source material somehow i like, think you see that a lot with you know? like fairy tale adaptations yeah mm-hmm. like especially like i'm not gonna try to go back to horror all the time but i'm gonna go back to horror like horror like remakes of mm-hmm. fairy tales i think are so fascinating and they're so interesting because it like plays in with that like artistic mm-hmm. level of being able to take this one thing and then like transforming it and maybe picking up things that are already there in the fairy tale but like transforming it into something different or even like just hints of it and then as you're watching you're like oh my gosh this is that fairy tale and yeah. i was completely yeah. oblivious of it you'll see them on twitter sometimes people do like a fan edit of like they'll take a scene out of a movie or a drama or something and they'll put like mm-hmm. scary music behind it and you're yeah. like oh i always used to love those like re- different right the, the, like, the recut trailers that would like recut comedies as horrors and vice versa like yeah. I have this, like, special love of, like, musicals that take an already existing, like, Mm -hmm. um, album and change it into a musical. I think it's fascinating how you can, like, take something like an ABBA album and -hmm. translate it into a full musical and story. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think it's cool. Like, it's a cool, like, thing to, like, even accomplish, even if it's not, like, super fun or, like, executed well. I just think that's, like, really cool when you're, like, I am in these constraints and I'm going to make something else out of them that wasn't its original intention at all yeah. like it wasn't like right. they made that album for this musical you know right that would be a really cool thing like i'm kind of surprised in the sense that we don't see that more in korea like oh where like with the k-pop and the and the they love musical theater so much you well think, like maybe that crossover would happen more you know 
SM did make one at one <laughs> point in time. A Wizard of the Oz musical featuring songs from SM <laughs> artists that starred the SM artists <laughs> in it. Uh, I think yeah, it was a holographic musical featuring wow. holograms. <laughs> like, of course it Leave it wild. Leave Leave it to SM to yeah, leave it yeah, to SM. Of <laughs> yeah, it was called I, School I, of Oz. So I, uh, it, 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 it did exist. It feels like it, something that could work, but you probably need to have an outside source who is inspired by the album for yeah. some reason, right? Like, yeah. That album has started a story in their heart hmm. and they have to express it. And like, I think that there's just like, maybe that's just there's a lack of a lot of like composers and stuff that would be mm. doing that sort of thing because yeah. like while they really love musicals there it's western musicals that for the most translated. part like there's some yeah. that are like doing like historical stuff and i'm not like bashing them mm-hmm. as well like those are very important too and they're very popular but you see a lot of just the western stuff which kind of just happens anywhere like you know if, yeah. if it's not phantom if it was the west end or you know on broadway that's where you're gonna get your two yeah populations yeah. of stuff and so they're all I think like I think Western it also center. doesn't doesn't help that there's this sort of perception that uh like k-pop music isn't fancy enough for well yeah but I mean like there's yeah. also a musical coming out to Broadway that's k-pop musical yeah <laughs> too so so like it's it's happening but that like I don't think was made by anybody who is like native Korean yeah. you know so mm. Who knows? Who knows? I, I do. I want to do just a tiny footnote onto that. Sure. It, it does not. It does not fit in that it's like a drama or a movie or anything. But just because we we're talking about the taking of an album and changing it into something else, I just wanted to mention the show Mortal Songs just really, really quickly because I haven't I haven't seen anything like Immortal Songs, like for instance, America side of things. For instance, they'll have a Psy episode, and so you take this person's discography and then all these artists reimagine mm-hmm. it. And sometimes mm-hmm. those become stories. Cause sometimes you have musical theater, like actors performing them as well. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they do kind of have a mini story and stuff. And then sometimes you have the like Pansori singers that do like the traditional take yeah. on like a sigh song, you know, like, <laughs> which is fascinating. I always love like, like that. So it's, it's, it's not, so cool. it's not just, it's not just like, yay, the song is always really cool, but since they're doing, they're performing it live, they always have the stage production side yeah. of it. So sometimes it is staying there with just a microphone, but other times it is this big production mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get this mini thing. So you, sometimes you do wish like, oh, I wish this was like three hours long because mm-hmm. it would yeah. actually mm-hmm. be a really cool imagining of this Psy song that could turn into this huge historical like story. But anyway. like, who knows? Like Sound of Magic is going to come out and it's like a music drama so maybe they're like testing the waters there to see if it yeah. like translate because there's not a lot of like movie musicals that have come out of korea i, I only know of two that have passed by so it would be interesting to see if something comes of it it's it's one of those whenever you see something that it's kind of seems like they're testing the waters, it's always like i always want it to be super successful because you also want to see what would come after it you yeah. know even if you didn't care about that particular like topic or that particular mm-hmm. show, it's like, no, yeah. but I want to see all the things that you would make after yeah. it if it was successful. Right. <laughs> I- I'm actually really excited for that show. But yeah, it's it's like how I made everyone watch Space Sweepers, not because 
I thought Space Sweepers was the best movie ever, but I would like more Korean sci-fi films. Yeah, you, like yeah. Space Sweepers. So please, yeah, like you know, I'm not going to like every J drama that stops on Netflix, but if it's I'm gonna watch them. There's an uptick on people watching them. They're gonna get more. You know, like, you know? come on. Sometimes like that. I think we should also talk about uh, the prevalence of the remakes with the Asian dramas that are just like every country has attached themselves to just so like it never makes any sense i want to ask why like what is our theory on why that occurs maybe i like money maybe money (laughs) but like i like also like maybe it's just like a story that's so timeless that just hits every country's like even little like like, or something changes in culture but it still fits in every single one of them and they're like, yes, we need. But like to some do of the like the ones that just keep being remade because it's like, <laughs> and I just like, well, okay, I well, question. I want us. I actually want us to randomly kick off with <laughs> Natalia messaged me and she was like, "Why did everyone remake Miss Granny? Why? Why? There's like <laughs> nine remakes of it." Yeah, and I'm well, like, but I mean, okay, it's not even conceptually. Good. It's a neat idea. So if you remade it into something good, um, right? Yeah. That would be where like, the where the main character something. wasn't just an absolute piece of shit who didn't learn anything throughout <gasps> the whole show. So but yeah, the, if no, you remade it to something chats. good, but if you keep making it the thing it was, yeah, it's what, yeah, like what are you I don't doing? understand why that speaks to people. I, I mean, I guess like in a like a way, I can understand like especially if you're in a certain like uh, time period because. Even if it's like a country that borders you, you're not going to get that import mm-hmm. of that story. But like, yeah. so you're going to make your own version of it because you're, it's not like it's the internet is so accessible that you're going to get like a streaming service that's going to allow the people to see your translated version. So I understand mm-hmm. that and you know, understand money, but it has to be, especially with some of these, because not all of them, like, there's a lot of. Asian dramas that like go between a couple of countries and then mm-hmm. there's like ones like Playful Kiss oh where they're every single country Everyone's has like an adaption of it. I even wrote it down there. So you have the It's a Zura Not Kiss which is the Japanese version mm-hmm. and it has a lot of spin-offs and movies and specials and that so sort many. of thing. Then Too you have the Korean Playful Kiss mm-hmm. then you have the Thai Kiss Me which yep. is my favorite one. My um, <laughs> then you have two Taiwanese versions. One is Missing Kiss, and then it started with a kiss. And these are like not the same. They're drastic. Like I yep. think there's like seven years in between them. And then you have a Chinese version called Say That You Love Me. Mm-hmm. In just this one storyline. And like <laughs> it is a story that like is very universal. It's about, you know, the youth and like finding your love and like, you know, wanting to be with like the cute boy at school and that sort of thing and i think it's like universal in that respect but like, but like you can do that better so many of them. like my, like it was so funny because when i when i mentioned to my husband that we were gonna do an episode on remakes he's like oh like uh like how many versions of that you know that the kiss show i'm like yes <laughs> yeah. well, yes i know what of what you speak. and we're not even talking about like anime the versions no. of yeah, yeah. no or the manga well, or whatever. Yeah. Like, no. Coffee prints, too. Like, I'm always surprised because I don't think they get as much traction. But, like, coffee prints, if you look it up, like, there's the Korean one. There's a Filipino coffee prints. There's a Chinese drama called Prince Coffee Lab. There's mm-hmm. a Thai coffee prints. There's a Taiwanese Everything. one called Happy Michelin Kitchen. Like, 
like so, I, I get that one that one's a good story like i get why you would but like do, okay do you think the prevalence of these will decrease a little bit though now that it seems like amongst asian countries you're getting a little more access you know with streaming services and stuff mm. to, to where content. to where you can watch whatever original thing sometimes I would say maybe for things that are older, but, like, mm -hmm. not as prevalent as, like, things that are, like, right butted up against. But then yeah. again, just like we have here, where people, like, refuse to not watch anything that's not their country. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. you always have that, like, percentage of people. I don't know how big that percentage is in these, like, school-age dramas, but, like... Mm -hmm. I don't... It, like, it kind of feels like we are going into a world where, like, the remakes... Well, we say that and they're still doing things like the time for hunt thing where it's like immediately and on netflix mm -hmm. for everyone so yeah i don't know it's yeah. hard maybe it like has decreased but it's not like ever gonna go away my my big my only problem with it like whatever remake whatever you want but like when they remake it and they don't change anything and it's literally just yeah. like well why would anyone want to watch both like if you're well, not going to do something unique and new with it like something like money heist i haven't watched the original one yet and i probably mm. would have got around to it eventually but they almost immediately announced that they were doing a korean remake and i was like well that's kind of my thing so like i'll oh, wait and watch the yeah. korean version right to me again it's kind of like the the difference of like korean versus taiwanese versus thai like i'm watching set with subtitles anyway so it doesn't matter yeah. to me whether it's yeah. you know, spanish or brazilian or korean like you're just gonna pick it up and if it's a if it's a single season and done i'm just mm. gonna watch it like i don't need mm. a korean remake of like a bbc series that only has 10 episodes because i can just watch the 10 bbc yeah. episodes you know it's yeah. not i like so, when they remake it a 15 season you know mm -hmm. whatever western thing into 16 episodes because yeah. i'm like yes i can take that thank you just love it like, <laughs> you know but like playful kiss is kind of an anonymously because like i've watched almost all of the versions i yeah. haven't watched one of the taiwanese and the chinese but everything else i've watched because it was like very fascinating and just mm -hmm. seeing how this like evolves and it's roughly the same story for yeah. every single one of them the only thing that like gets different is that like you have like different actors you think do better with or like mm -hmm. they give a little bit more earnesty to it like and like even technology with, like, the, changes slightly it, so like high version which is my favorite i think they do much better it's still essentially the same story really close to it as well yeah and they're all like always on the same age range so it's not like it hits a different like age market or anything mm -hmm. like that or they don't like focus on more of the like story of the parents so it gets a little bit more like looser in the age mm -hmm. it's just interesting because like playful kiss really is like <laughs> basically the same throughout each versions of it are there more iterations of playful kiss than there are boys over flowers at this point i think there's there more playful kiss yeah wow. if you do not count the original movie for boys over flowers i think there's or like the anime but even though with playful kiss there's an anime too yeah so, so what also fascinates me about this is how western side doesn't pick it up at all yeah so when, well, when oh it's my gosh incredibly I popular about... asia side well i mean they did technically, technically. boys over flowers technically they did <laughs> 
Oh, Vicky, you tried. <laughs> uh, it didn't go well, it did, but they, yeah, it didn't you go know, well the well. effort was they there. They scrubbed that from the internet. Like, I have never seen yeah. anything scrubbed as hard as that right. one. I guess I don't know what you guys are talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's a Vicky produced a Western remake of Boys Over Flowers, and they had it like it's like a web drama esque thing that they put on their platform, and it's terrible. It's like you know those like <laughs> yeah, teen shows, and I think like, they like, ran you get out in the of money before they Saturdays. It. Yeah, like, where it's just really bad acting, like really terrible. Oh. And I'm pretty sure this was also in the like same like era of where um like the the web shows were really popular on YouTube. So like you know mm. um the Lizzie, Lizzie Diaries, Diaries, which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a really great remake, just not Asian. That's, that's an incredible um, remake, yeah. <laughs> um, like Did, in those things. So I think they were kind of pop trying to popularize on that too. Was like, I did it so poorly. It, it, I mean, realized like they're a blunder. There was like, I you got rid of sometimes it. like Google it and like you'll see like uh, still like, you know, some shadow articles. <laughs> yeah. it, but it's like, wow. No, no, they, they. No. They did their best to make us forget that happened. <laughs> That's like, really funny. I had no idea that was a thing. It's but it interesting did. bringing up the the Lizzie Diaries though, because I like that in a remake. Like I like when you, you know, like something like Clueless, where they take mm-hmm. something and make it modern. Or they, she's the man. You know, One of yeah. my favorite yeah, teen like, movies. Change like, it up, and that you know, ten things I hate about you. Yeah. yeah. Or um, there was a movie like there's like three different versions like um his girl friday and i think one's called newsroom and then there was mm-hmm. like an 80s version and mm-hmm. you're just like I, i'm still waiting on somebody to make a like a modern like internet web version or something because it's such a great story and it works so well mm-hmm. but they change it every time right like they mm-hmm. They don't just make the exact same story yeah. or like, you know, make a modern version set back in the 40s or whatever. They pull it. Like, listen, yeah, like modern, you could just you know? make Pride and Prejudice again or you could make Pride and but Prejudice like the Liz- zombies. Like, you know, you can diaries. Do- they also did other things. They didn't just even like adapt the storyline they added like these elements because like if you were watching it real time they had other youtube channels that were yeah. doing side stories all of them were on twitter doing stuff and it was this like really immersive a, world that was, was completely really cool. different and it was like so cool like watching it all unfold and it was just a fun time and it's really cool like when you can even do that like it's not even just like you adapted the story differently you like adapted a whole medium differently to yeah. like fit it for the record, if you are a fan of the Lizzie Bennet Diaries, it has been 10 years since that came out. And the main actress she is doing on her on her YouTube channel, they're going episode by episode. It's 100 episodes and super short episodes. But she's having guests like the other actors or so um, cool. writers and stuff going each episode. And they'll just talk a little bit about the behind the scenes things and whatever. Cool. And so they'll talk even about the transmedia stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, it fast for like just a tiny tidbit that I'll share is like, for instance, she thought she'd eventually get maybe a little bit of wardrobe. No, all of the clothes on there are hers. Like that was her entire yeah. personal wardrobe that she had to eventually yeah. wear. So they, yeah, they talked about, I like, remember, um, because Hank Green is the producer of it, and he used to talk about how it was like basically like a lot of times it was, they would set up a little area in someone's bedroom in their apartment and shoot it because mm-hmm. they didn't have the money too. So right. And so, if you've yeah. never seen the Lizzie Bennett Diaries, you should go watch the Lizzie Bennett Diaries. Yeah, it's, it's all really on YouTube. Good. 
not to like skew us away. Well, skew it, well, but I did. I, I also wanted to bring up though. So that's actually something I've wondered about, especially right when I was entering watching Asian dramas more. I was kind of perplexed that I didn't see more like a, a Pride and Prejudice ad adaptation yeah. at all. That's true. Like the, yeah. the fact that no, like I haven't noticed some of those like well, I mean, classics. I, I will I will back up and say like there's the Bollywood movie so there's yes. that mm -hmm. but as far as I mean you well, just get like, into me to lovers a lot I'm, you never get like oh this is like the Pride and Prejudice story yeah which like, would I've, be easy pickings I would think like I've in the public domain awesome. like and that's every yeah, time free to get. every time I like tweet about that like about how why aren't there more like Jane Austen because Jane Austen feels like it translates to k-drama really mm -hmm. well and i'm like why aren't there more and then always without fail somebody will go well there's already a k-drama called pride and prejudice yes but it's yeah, not about not, pride and prejudice not, it's just because they share the same title it's not like, it's it's not, like well, no. we do have the little women remake coming up i don't know really? if like it's going to how it's going to play out because i haven't really yeah. looked into it at all but like I feel like there's such a, like, especially with the Western side of fans, there's such a connection between drama watchers and readers. Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of those readers are not just, like, readers who just watch or read the new stuff. They're, they read the classics, too, and have some sort of, you know, tie to some of these classic works. And, it like Natalia said, they're in public domain, which makes them free yeah. and easy to access. Yeah. And you would think that I, they would be translating I mean, them. there's a, a lot... It feels like lately there's been a lot more of the, like, the lighter sagooks and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, like, that would translate really well. It would be really fun to watch, a, like, a sagook version of, like, or, some Jane Austen or, little, oh. like, Little House on the Prairie. Like, remake that as a sagook. Like, I just want to watch them be happy in the, you know. Yeah. Like, I'd be a sagook not about the throne. Yeah, like, yeah. just. There had yeah. to have been normal people walking around doing stuff. <laughs> doing like, stuff. Like... I I personally say Pride and Prejudice Weekender, but yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Listen, but like, why, also Pride and Prejudice seems like the the one out of all of the classics that so you would easy. think that we, or like just... Sense and Sensibility, like just yeah. pretty much any Jane Austen thing, like. Is there's something so universal about Jane Austen stories to like the female experience i'm gonna say specifically yeah. like the you know the straight female experience that like you know you can make you can make a version of it anywhere and it'll I, i've just been surprised that there hasn't been like even a poor yeah. you know not a good adaptation. <laughs> I just just a shitty like, adaptation even on one of our first episodes we talked about this how it's just kind of like so interesting that like it's just not around like you would just right. assume that it was and then like maybe like just Koreans don't pick up on well I mean maybe so they like just don't read Jane Austen you know what I mean like they mm -hmm. little prince is a really popular but maybe Jane Austen's never quite made it over like, like, and Green Gables very popular in I Japan I've uh, yeah. I have well, also like I like uh, went and like researched after our last episode about Alice in Wonderland and like I researched a lot about like Alice in Wonderland in Japan and they said that basically what we were we think like that Alice in Wonderland got popular because it became a part of public domain mm -hmm. and it was already something that was like the type of like media that 
Japan loves with like creatures and yeah. you know the story like it just follows it really quickly or like easily and so then it was free and it was easy to do and so it's translated but like yeah. Pride and Prejudice is very close to what you would think that like Korean societally would like mm-hmm. and it's like like a K-drama and it's free again <laughs> to translate so like, listen, it's got it all it's Come got on, misunderstandings that could easily be fixed by one conversation <laughs> it's triangles. got you know meddling parents yeah. it's got love triangles meddling it's got parents meddling parents men pretending to be good you know it's got it all like oh and i'm also i'm sorry for spoiling plot points of pride and prejudice and book that's been out for over 200 years but- <laughs> You're not allowed to spoiler alert on that one. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Wickham's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had, you know, you were talking about the, the Lizzie Bennett diaries thing. Um, the actor who played Wickham in the like the 80s or 90s version of the Colin Firth version? The, the BBC. Yeah, you the know, Colin Firth mm-hmm. version. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Colin Firth. So the actor who played Wickham in that has a like one man play that you can stream it. I I didn't buy a ticket to do it, but you can stream his like one man play called like being Mr. Wickham or, or whatever. And it's, it looks amusing. Oh. oh boy. Oh boy. So playful kiss been made too many times. But like um, then I guess that like segues into the big one, which is Boys, boys Over Flowers. Flowers. <laughs> and it's not even that Boys Over Flowers has been made more than Playful Kids because it hasn't. It's just like each version of it just tries to be bigger and more all-encompassing yes. than the previous versions. Yeah. Do do you think the reason aside from the Vicky thing with Boys Over Flowers? Ignore that. Do, one. do you think the reason that Western side hasn't really glomped onto those stories quite as much is because the High school experience is incredibly different. Maybe. Mm. We, we, we don't spend as much time at school in a day growing mm. up as they did. But also, but like, if I was to say, uniforms and... like, what, what show would be most similar in themes that was American? I would go, like, something like Gossip Girl. That's what be... I was just thinking, Gossip mm-hmm. Girl. That, I mean... that whole concept of the, like, the poor kid who goes to mm-hmm. the rich school and gets bullied. Like, it's definitely... Okay. Well, maybe that, like, it's because... A lot of, like, our disparity between, like, the poor and rich, a lot of that times it manifests in media that's from older people. Mm -hmm. And, like, usually if you're poor, you're hanging out with the same income bracket. Yeah, because... you're not, like, being put into, like, schools, like... Yeah, schools are paid for by housing taxes, so rich people go to rich people's schools and poor people go to poor people's schools. But, like, it's, it's also interesting because, like, Obviously, in between the two, Boys Over Flowers, for Western people who started to like Asian dramas, that was the one that was most popular and and drew in the most people Mm -hmm. because it was a lot of, like, the start of the explosion of, you know, K-dramas being a thing. And also, it was, like, so available everywhere. Yeah. It's interesting that it, like, it grabs the most people, but it's still not being translated into, like, a Mm -hmm. U.S. version. Yeah, like... Again, why isn't there a Western adaptation, like an, a good? Yeah. Good. Quote, quote, <laughs> quote, quote, quote. Quality. A, an authentic. Yeah. It could be of... like a, you know, a, a boarding school setting. Go dark academia with it. I mean, oh you can do all the time. That would be sick. Stick it on HBO, something like that. I mean, I think that the story of Boys Over Flowers 
whatever like <laughs> she becomes his maid come on get enough of this you know you know what i mean like yeah enough yeah. with this plot point but like you could take the basic elements of boys over flowers and make something real sick with it well and that's what i was meaning by good i was meaning like you could yeah. really like you could take you could, the bones you could take it. it to like a new level yeah. of unhinged that would just be <laughs> absolutely incredible to watch you but could cruel don't. intentions it. You totally yes. could cruel intentions it. And it would work really well. Like if you like do something mm -hmm. that like is in between cruel intentions and gossip girl, mm -hmm. I think it could work. Even though it probably wouldn't be as good as we're thinking on our heads, but CW <laughs> probably yeah. could do this. No, as what, well. what, what I was yeah. literally thinking was like Riverdale style boys over yeah. flowers. Would it be good? No. Would it be incredible to watch and addictive? It would be as it addictive as it is, it is for Boys Over Flowers yeah. now because right. it's not a good show. It's not yeah. like, and it's a not great supposed written, to be, but it like has that candy feel to it. Like you yeah. want yeah. to keep on watching, and you're like, like kind of like, like every you know watching a car accident. Sing... You're like, what? Like every single every single adaptation of Boys Over Flowers, and I have seen. Well, I read the manga, but I haven't seen the live action Japanese. I read the manga. I saw, I've seen. I've seen a couple of episodes but back when yeah. back, I've seen back. the Taiwanese I've seen the Thai I've seen the Korean and I've seen the Chinese version and okay so the Taiwanese yeah, was like with Jerry Ann where all these 30 year olds are playing teenagers like, <laughs> back Meteor Garden okay so that's you know who boy um <laughs> then you know you've got the Korean version which is the one that you know when you say no. it, this is what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, then you have the my personal favorite, the chi the Chinese version for that was made by Netflix mm. that I think was the most fun. Yeah, um, it's a good one. It's it's really fun. And then you have the most current. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's like twenty. Yeah, twenty eighteen. I think. Because it's like the same as name as the other. Chinese yeah, Meteor version. Garden. Yeah. yeah, as the Taiwanese version. Um, and then there's the very recent Thai version F four that just came out, and it's like. All of them, at their core, this is a soap opera for teenagers. Mm -hmm. And, like, they know that. And so the story is so dumb. But, like, there's something, <laughs> there's, like, something about it. You're, like, none of the, like. I mean, there's something to be said. Like, I could really potentially go for a Boys Over Flowers, like, an American CW like, yeah, like, said, like, a, like a like Sabrina, I would style. watch it. Like you yeah. add supernatural like, elements into it, something and, like, you know, like murder and stuff. Like, because oh, so, oh, so many times you're watching Boys Over Flowers and you're like, this is a crime. Yeah, no, no. Mm -hmm. what? Okay, all, all I can think Just about is like, like full <laughs> on, like it ends in death. You know, like oh, okay. what I'm thinking of is in like the Korean version where like they set her bike on fire. Do you remember this? Yeah, I was thinking being like. That's like a felony. Like, well, it's the very beginning of it with the one guy that she like yeah, stopped like, from committing. Like, they were literally like chanting for him to commit suicide. That's I'm literally like, what was happening during the entire and like, thing. And you like, see all these like horrible assaults, happening? and you're like, I don't really care how rich you are. This would still go to at least trial. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like severe crime. It would also be in like the public, like papers. Yeah. This would be a like, bad oh, social like, media no, thing. Like, especially since like. Like, you know, so I get that like Boys Over Flowers was like just a bit before social media was like <laughs> social media. Yeah. But like 
Meteor Garden and F4, they're very strictly in the Twitter age, right? Like, no, man, no one would, like, be hanging out with these fucking weirdos. They'd be like, oh, those guys are fucking psychos. Like, yeah, no, one no, wants, they no one thinks they're, like, no one wants to date them. Like, they, they're like, fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, like, vibes. Get on, like, no, like, you wouldn't hang out with them. So, anyway, they're just, they're so operas and they're so dumb. And I get why they're fun. And I, I find them fun as well. Yeah, you- but just, but like, like, something, like, even if it's not, like, relatively a good show, you can always find something fun of it. Yeah. And it's not, like, ever something you should feel ashamed of. Just, no, like, like you can someone like could it. not like it. Just as long as you are not making fun of the person or being like, oh, I can't yeah. believe people like that. Like, I could, unless, like, it's really, like, really highly offensive to, like, yeah. you. Yeah. You really it's can't like- say anything about that. Like, you can't. You can be like, I don't like it, but I understand why someone would like someone Boys might. Over Flowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so on the boys over flowers note <laughs> before we okay we have one this is our last segment before we actually tell you our top recommendations mm-hmm. for remakes i know that's what everyone's been hanging everyone's on like, the edge of their please seat tell us. please just tell us what remakes you like <laughs> we thought we'd have a little bit of fun because we you know we, we a little like playful like fun. that uh and we're just gonna do like our ultimate boys over flowers recast like who would who would we want Mm-hmm. in you know ooh, let's let's imagine in this world okay that there was something like the cw in okay. korea okay? okay and they were gonna make our ultimate cw style version <laughs> well okay, of boys so over flowers when we were like right before we started recording we were kind of discussing this joking and I think about it yes one of the like things that i think would be a lot of fun is the surprise serial killer aspect oh it would be totally a cw yeah. thing yeah. and like i personally <laughs> thought it would be really funny if it was tied to the dad who's comatose for most of the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean make it like a jerison thing make the dads like a ghost killer like, <laughs> like it's like you know what i mean like it's like he's pos- it's like, no 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 Okay, the dad is a ghost killer, but he's possessing the members of F4 to do his murders for him. Okay, so what if we tie him into, like, more mafia stuff, and then he can be with, um, with eyebrows. Good old eyebrows. Mm. I mean, conceptually... The whole thing makes a lot more sense if these are kids from crime families. Like, they were all from have, crime families. Yeah, I have yeah. never understood why they don't they didn't like, lean into that more. No, I like, never also, understand like, they didn't even like, lean into women's like yeah, mafia ties. And, and it was yeah, like a passing like, thing. He was like the nicest member of the group, <laughs> and he was like the one doing the least objectionable shit. And they're like, oh, and by the way, he's like, part of the mafia. Yeah. And you're like, like. In F4, oh it was like the mafia kid was like the one who was like, dude, you kidnapped. You did a kidnapping. Like, yeah. that's not okay. Crime. And you're you like, crimed, you're sir. a crime boss. Like, Out of what? everyone here, you're the crime person. You're, you're, you're the child of a crime family, and you're the one like, ooh, we should probably, like, this doesn't seem like up and up legally well, wouldn't speaking. Wouldn't it be fun if, like, maybe the his dad or, like, one of the members of the his family killed the, or tried to kill the dad? And that's the tie, and it could be a later story that, like, happens during the show. Listen, guys, are we, like, making the best version of Boys Over we Flowers? Are. We haven't like, even, like, discussed who's going to be characters in this. We're just, like, this let's just, incredible. like, lay out the timeline. You know, because we were just talking about, wouldn't it be great if they took these stories and did something fresh and fun with them? Well, guess what? Well, guess they what? should be hiring us because we fun. are, this is the writer's table they never knew they needed right now. <laughs> it's fresh and fun. And you know what? I'm 
going to call out the Thai version. They should have made one of those characters gay. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Like they would have been able to. I wonder why. Mafia could have been gay. Eyebrows could be gay. Best friend could have been. Could have been a like, dude. Yeah. No, but like not even just like make her buy her a lesbian. lesbian. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Easy. I mean, we got like needy playing the gay uncle, but that's like side story. Like not yeah. even he's you know he's he's not even like, just literally him. added like a gay uncle just to be like here for your advice. Like it's your yeah, friendly exactly. gay uncle. No, make but one of S four gay. Do it. Yeah. Do be it. Bold. Yeah. Be bold. No. Make half of F4 gay and they're a couple in and of themselves. <gasps> yes. Oh, yep. no, 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 no. They're not a couple anymore, so there's tension. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh now, we're, now we're getting into this CW like the, the remake. People, so they have to, like, be with each other. They have to, like, they go in the same circle. Yeah. What else yeah. could kind of work would be um, if you changed the the female friend that first befriends her, mm-hmm. at, right? Minji. Make that a guy who's who's Right, and he's like pretending to date her, like to get close, and you know, or whatever for the like, revenge. That could, right, that could that could, work oh, this too. could also be like good, you could guys. like change it from like them just like knowing each other, like because they are rich people who grew up together, and he could have been like his father was part of the servant staff at his house. K-dramas love tie-ins, and this gives you the mo- most amount of mock-chang when you can make this such, re- like, messy relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. everybody's tied together in class wards, and they all hate each other, but also would jump on each other at any moment. That's, like, I mean, makes the best, like, incredible. entertainment. Throwing a, throwing this is incredible. Person, like, her mom what used to be the maid or something, and that's the real reason why his mom has such a problem with them together, is that she's pretty sure their siblings like she's like oh yo you gotta add oh, that shit in cool. Ooh, we're, then, so, we're in the like, soap opera now it's, maybe it's not but maybe that's why the mom is but like there's always that tie it, you I definitely get that's a big thing in the japanese drama land so you get mm-hmm. them yeah in the, the j dramas uh <laughs> <laughs> and then you you can Yikes. even change up like Make it to where at least some of the characters live in the same, like, fancy, fancy apartment building. But then, of course, like, the poorer characters, they're the ones that, like, maybe they had a civil servant or whatever. Happiness style. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Done it again. Every time we do this, we hurt ourselves. We do. Okay? But maybe one day we'll just get together and write a book together and then just... It'll all be great. Yeah. It'll all be great. But, okay, so now we need to cast it because that really solidifies, like... we can like, picture it in our heads. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know who I would cast, but I kind of like the idea of making the um, the mobster one somebody from Japan or somebody from Thailand. Like having Ooh. them be, you know, a member of like well, you know Korean, who has you know just I mean? gotten into acting. Okay, uh, that would be Yuta from NCT <laughs> has recently That's entered true. the acting world. Uh, he's going to be in a. Uh, Japanese, yeah, a Japanese mafia film. Yeah, high and low, yeah, which high is a low. huge. There's so, a bazillion of trans, Yeah, <laughs> so like it would make sense maybe <laughs> that he could be, and you know, he's, okay, he's, he's got the vibe. You know, um, mm-hmm. I feel like he could play gay version of eyebrows. I actually feel that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Not mad at that at all. We're writing the ultimate fan fiction here. Yeah, we've, we've created the greatest fan. Well, okay. Well, who's Jackson Wang? We got- 
<laughs> Who throws the biggest parties? Okay. Um, oh no, it could be funny. I didn't, I don't think I put them down on the list, but wouldn't it be funny if Jackson was kind of like more of like a non-recurring character and he was the girlfriend or the like love of, um, he's, she's the model that oh, you barely oh, yeah, yeah. see. Yes. Because there could also be a really great moment where Jackson is talking to whoever you put as John D and, or yeah, like just like mm-hmm. have them have a heart to heart, and it would be really fun to have like Jackson being like the mentor, <laughs> you know? Yes, I love yeah. that. I, he, the forgotten ex of Jackson Wang. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay, so I suppose we should like. Okay, we've we've gotten the most important characters, obviously. Um, <laughs> uh, now we get the main cast. <laughs> Eyebrows has been my favorite character in every Honestly. single version of Boys Over yeah, Flowers. The best friend Mafia is always my Oh, and monkey. like monkey, yeah. Like they should make a. I, they're going to make remakes. Like Sophie. make a remake, but like focus it from the other character. Like make it about eyebrow and the best friend, and like yes. the other ones are the side. Because like know? he's like, so nice and so cool, and it never makes sense why he hangs out with these absolute never. psychopaths. Never. <laughs> like okay, okay, but like okay. okay. So, but like we we need a good one that's like the you uh, don't like so saxophone guy. Like, mm-hmm. because they are paired together. So they could be the ex-lovers yes. angle. And we could keep one of them gay and one of them bi to really I, switch I love things it. up. I love it. Too. Yes. But so, so who so would who would make get? a great bisexual potter? <laughs> okay, it feels a little too, like, typecast. But I'd, I'd kind of love to see, like, Soham from... Um, He'd be good. He's pretty hot. Pretty hot. And and he's great. And like honestly, out of the four, that character is the hottest. He is definitely yes. Yes. He's the prized one, essentially. Hot bisexual in not a character. He does. And yeah. Also, okay, first of all, I just gotta say, in this magical version, we're putting them in college, right? We're not we're not playing yeah, this no. bullshit I, high school thing. Okay. No. Not, I mean that's part if of If I want to watch like tension and stuff, better. I don't want to watch teenager tension. Like Yeah, no, no I wanna no. watch adult tension. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right. So next we have uh emo violin. Um Okay, so it has to be the prettiest of all the boys and probably yeah. like the most popular one now. Prettiest of all the boys. Um, what's his face from? In sort of a wayfish sort of way. Proposal. I'm so no. Is that his name? You know oh, the brother my. from Still Seventeen and. On oh, Joseph. I. You know what? Yes. Yes. Someone like that, like yes. a puppy dog almost, but still could be terrible. But still can be, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I feel like that could work. Something like that. And he's definitely hot and like as far as popular, yeah. like super yeah. popular, like right yeah. now. And- like him, who else is like very pub? Like Sung Hoon, or not Sung Hoon, but um, what's his face from forecasting? Bo- uh, we oh. have from what uh, forecasting, forecasting love and weather. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Song Kang, Song yeah. Kang. There it is. I was like Sung Hoon. No, I do, Sung I Hoon. do no. feel <laughs> like Song Kang could be a pretty good Jin Pio. Okay, but like, yeah, but like. I mean... Okay, here's the thing. Okay, here's another thing that we we failed to like mention that we talked about in the beginning. <laughs> we talked about how we wanted to have Eamon Ho as the dad. That's true. That's true. Okay, oh, this is before we started recording, but we were just joking 
There was a few jokes that were going down. One was that Lee Min Ho could be the dad in the coma. The other was that we could gender bend the evil mother-in-law or the evil mother-in-law and it could just be an evil father-in-law and be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Lee Min Ho. I was definitely not have... old enough to be something but like that. Who got... hot stepdad, though. Oh. Like gold, gold digger dad, stepdad. Having Lee Min Ho... <laughs> As the character who gets more screen time makes sense from a making money. That's true. true. But but you can always you can always pull that. Hey, he's got you know you build up that he has a cameo and then he's literally yeah, like we need he's just the dude in the coma. If we're tying him to the mafia guy, there's always going to be flashbacks, so he'll be alive oh, in those. True. That's, true. That's true. And I really actually love him being like a lot younger than the mom. <laughs> I do. I like I like this I sort of that. like gold digger husband idea and that like the. I was trying instead of, to, instead of it being my dad's in a coma, it's my stepdad's I, in a like, coma. I want so I want an older, older female woman. for that mom Ooh, role, yeah. like someone in their age range of um. She was just in Happiness, and she was also in the All of Us oh, Are yeah, Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. like or um someone like um oh gosh, and just between lovers, she plays the she's the head of the girls' club. You know who I'm talking about? She's also in Stranger as oh, the like yes. wife of the really bad guy. I mean, we could go real old and and give it to uh, Kim Hae-suk. We do love She'd her. She'd be evil real well. <laughs> she would. Maybe it could be an evil grandma instead of an evil Now, if we want to go, like, super hot, okay... I'm just saying Kim Hee Sun is out there. Yes. And we were we were I wasn't just calling her mommy oh, previously. So. <laughs> and she does she has such good chemistry with we would, younger, like mm-hmm. she does Nuna chemistry real well. Her and, and Lee Min Ho would be lucky. <laughs> oh my lucky. gosh. <laughs> that is so a pairing good. I need to see on screen together. Okay. I've I've put her on the list. Uh, okay. I also Kim Solgi is monkey, but <laughs> we don't have to do that. Yeah. No, I'm. I mean, ooh. yeah, for sure. Or as I'm. Oh. Oh, as the sister. No, no, no. No, that's the, the best the friend. Best of... friend. Oh yeah, yeah. The one, the one who well, gets haughty bisexual at the end in our head cannon. Yeah, bisexual. In our head cannon, she gets haughty bisexual. I mean, but, I, like, I would want I mean, her in a bigger her. role, but also like. You we can gave her the her, hottest guy. Listen, we can give her a bigger role. We're rewriting this whole <laughs> thing. We'll see how this goes. Oh my gosh, because we can have them like um, live together and stuff. Hell oh, yeah, easy. they can be roommates. They were roommates. roommates. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we still haven't cast the main two. <laughs> we're, we're just dancing around. Uh, but actually that brings us to a point though about boys over flowers like the original stuff a lot of the side characters are actually the fun so like a big together. part of the fun yeah mm-hmm. it's true okay okay so who do we want for the main female lead for this incredible i want she's got to be like i think a really solid actor you mm. know this one that just she has to be able to take control of the entire situation, but kind of be a pushover as well. I mean, all these characters push over. A Kim Tae Ree just did high school, so college doesn't feel like it would be that mm. much stretched, you know. That's and we, true. And she definitely has the chops for it. Absolutely. Mm. Is there anybody else we're not thinking of that's like Kim, not a super popular person? What about Kim Tae Yoon, the chick from Extraordinary You? Oh. <gasps> oh. Oh, 
I, oh, like, I like that. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 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 Because she can also pull off like anything, but she was in um that you know school one. Yeah. The Mahjong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of it right now. She's also made Seiguk. She's done it all. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So I like who it. I like it? Who's gonna it, be our male lead? Who like, is I, um Kim Hee Sun and Eamon Ho spawn? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying Song Kang. Well, no, because Lee Min Ho's stepdad. That's true. That's true. So it doesn't. It could be anyone. I I still think Song Kang would be good because he can play both psychotic and sweet, which is sort of the two. He's, he's I, actually I feel like very Jim, good with psychotic. Yeah, he's very popular right now, and this is clearly going to be a Netflix drama. And he clearly, they're Netflix they're actor, on the so, same yeah, wavelength know, as us. They would probably make us put Song Kang. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Like, yeah, he fits. Okay. I think he'd do a great job. Uh, okay. I feel like him and uh, Yoon would have some good chemistry mm-hmm. there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like him playing off of Anhyo Sup would be really fun. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 I could see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh, now yeah. for Jesse's favorite character, Monkey. Monkey. Hmm. So didn't you want Kim Sogi? Oh, you already put. Oh, her Kim Sogi was the best friend, so they could be roommates. Yeah. And she gets the hot guy at the end. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. and give her a bigger role i guess mm-hmm. so are we gonna keep monkey how she is in the reg- original where she's I like actually so. very personable or like move her into mock john land well i, think I mean we, we start we, we start have a personable no, we have, so like we can start personable but her association with these absolute psychopaths <laughs> that make up most of the characters mm-hmm. just sort of drives her to insanity we gotta, we gotta, listen, we gotta Riverdale this what? shit. She's gotta have a villain arc. <laughs> you know who would be really fun? And I know I suggest her every oh, no. single time for every <laughs> single adaptation <laughs> that we do. Um, but Park Bo Young would be really great for it. It's just like really. It would see Park Bo Young, or if you're kind of going younger, the girl that was in Youth of May and mm-hmm. also in Sweet Home. With Song Kang. True. Oh, yeah. What's her name? I'm looking it up. She was just in the news. Oh, Mincy? Yes. Someone like her. Mm. Or even. Oh, she was in Jury Son. Yes, yeah, she was in Jury Son. She or... was a ranger person. I'm just thinking of the extraordinary you, Ralph, yeah. the, that friend. Extraordinary you is so easy to pick from because they had pretty much an F4 version with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like... true. I'm, I'm kind good of with her. I think she's fun. I'm good with her. I think she'd be able to do it. She's yeah. got a lot of range because she did like Youth of mm-hmm. May was completely different than what she was doing in like Sweet Home. Mm-hmm. And what she was doing in Jurison too. She was completely different. Here, now, what's so fun about this is because we're doing our own spin on it. You can always even because we're gonna have all those flashbacks with like the stepdad and the mom and all this stuff. So you can bring in like all the parents of the other family. Oh hell yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So the psychotic friend that she Ooh, makes, we're we want making do, male. We're making a dude. Now, stay with me here because we were just talking about Goldman C and we were talking about Youth of May. Lido Hyun would be a pretty good choice. Ooh. He's got that innocent, that. sweet. Oh, he could play nerdy pretty good. Yeah. There's also okay. How am I gonna do this? The guy from Happiness with the mask. <gasps> yes! Okay. 
Okay, what is his what is okay, his friggin' name? <laughs> he, he always shows up as like my lover. Uh, in almost every show I've ever seen him in, he always shows up as a serial killer who seems like a nice guy yeah, to begin with. So he's a little bit typecast. His name is Ju Sung Lee. Or Lee Ju Sung. Lee Ju Sung. Are, are, are you going to make him a serial killer? <laughs> well, he's gonna well, be yeah, a he's psycho. This crazy one because and then he's like potentially his father or someone worked in the the house and hmm. that's the tie and he's crazy. I like it. And he can, you know, he's got that, that cute, but still kind of good looking. Like he, It's like, you think that he's going to be nice, but then he's not. Spoiler yeah. alert for every drama he's in. Sorry. Every drama he's <laughs> ever been in. Uh... <clears throat> like, I don't think I've seen it. Like, I'm sure he's made dramas where he's not, but I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> well, it's like, I was thinking, like, who could play somebody who's kind of a psycho? And I was thinking of, like, you know, the bad guy from Uncanny Counter, and he's like in Inspector Koo, he's kind of a psycho too. And I was like, yeah, he's girl. so pretty, but he gets cast as and he is gay really in bad. Inspector Koo, so yeah. like yeah. it all fits. But but no, I actually really like Lee Ju Sung as a I just well, like remembered it because I remember the we have a happiness episode recorded that I haven't edited, but like I remember you talking a lot about that, person yeah. And because I think happiness is the only thing I've Okay, we only have a few roles left for this uh -huh. incredible story that we're crafting. Unless here. there are other roles that we want. That we think, yeah, that we want to. Yeah. <laughs> so first we obviously need Jim Peel's oldest older sister. Wouldn't um, it be funny to bring someone back from the original cast? It would be funny to bring someone back from the original <laughs> cast. You know who I'm thinking it would be funny to bring back from the original cast? I have the a one who played the one who played the best friend. That's who you were thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Look at this go. Uh, no. What is her name? Um, oh man. Spoiler alert, we're gonna have a live stream <laughs> where we're gonna talk about her. <laughs> yes, Kim So Un is her name. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. And then since she's technically married, we just bring in what's his face, little apple butt, to play her husband. Perfect. Yes. Done. <laughs> Done and dusted. Check. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. And now uh, the final ones on our list are just the family members of John D, the main uh -huh. actress. Uh, we have the mom. mom, the dad, and the brother. So the, the mom brother. who only wants her daughter to like get laid. Marry Mary <laughs> Rich. Yeah. She doesn't even I'm care like... about the marriage. She's no, just, she's like, just like, like, she's like, have some fun, girl. <laughs> you only have one life before you die. Like, if you get pregnant, no. he can't get rid of y'all. <laughs> uh, so we need someone sort of lascivious. Like, someone who could play, ooh, like a one, of the, one of the members of Celeb 5. Just literally any member of Celeb 5 would be part, like, just... No, 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 no. But there's specifically, I have to go look up her name. She has the well, a lot of them have short hair. What am I saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so on Young Me, she's the one that's on SNL a lot. Okay. Okay. And a lot of her humor is like a little in you more innuendo side of everything. And she'll yeah. like she's really funny. So especially yeah, she when would you have like that. all of the a lot of the comedy is always centered around these this family. I think mm -hmm. yeah. She was she was the one that on on SNL like the two p.m. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, I know, yeah she played yeah 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 so. yeah absolutely <laughs> so, I know who you're talking about now so like so then perfectly who I think would going with like another SNL cast member uh, Jung Sang Hoon I think would be perfect as the dad he's um oh. I was thinking 
we don't have to do this, but I was thinking there's someone we haven't cast. Who? We have no Kim Won Oh, Hay. he can be a detective. Oh. Yeah, the Kim oh, Won Hay. Yeah. He's a detective or like sure. a teacher or something. Yeah, like I, I would rather do oh, whoever you pick. A single no, 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 teacher no. that sometimes shows up at the at, like randomly at the high school. He is he's, a he's undercover. He's all the teacher detective. Every he's teacher as a yeah. teacher, and then he yeah. just mm -hmm. like kind of keeps showing. Yes. Up. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, and yes. he's always like you know like he volunteers to lead all the like clubs. So like there's a saxophone club or a pottery club and he's there or, you know, so he can I always be. He's the coach of all the sports. Yeah. Yes. And, and then you have to have one of those random, like, English actor people just be a teacher. <laughs> yeah, just be in yes. there. Just Kevin. Like, we need a role for Kevin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you get the guy from Squid Game and um, yep. Doom. <laughs> for the little brother i like the youngest actor from racket boys he was like hmm. he's he's very good at that sort of like cute but annoying <laughs> little sibling and that he seems just, perfect he does he does well with that so yeah is that uh kim, kim kang hoon is that who we're thinking of yeah that, that's yeah he's in up. everything he's in yeah. everything what else is he in uh, he was in Startup uh, 18 again. Manager Kim. Uh, Hotel Del okay. Luna. Okay. Romance is a bonus. Mr. Sunshine. Got he's it. been in every, he's okay. literally. Every, well, yeah, we everyone. always need like one of those. So that's perfect. Yeah. You know, we do this to ourselves every time <laughs> where we create just the absolute perfect drama we really... that we wish existed. And then we hurt ourselves. You see. How are we going to follow that up with our favorite remix? Because we just made our favorite remake. We just favorite, ah. made our, the favorite remake that never existed. So, like, listen, it's got it all. It's got <laughs> serial killers. It's got a ghost. It's got um, coma ghost. It's got coma got ghost. Good. It's got coma Jackson. It's got gay, gay Jackson Wang. Detectives. It's got it all. It's no, got it all, baby. It's boys over flowers, but more gay. More gay <laughs> and with more crime. Yeah, a gayer crime like with perfect. boys over flowers. That's all we've ever wanted. That's just life. what I want. <laughs> Isn't that what any of us want? <laughs> <laughs> all right now i know this seems, the, the seems cool. do crime filter yeah, the b day the b -day do crime the boys over flowers story um <laughs> now i don't know uh what a letdown this is gonna be but um we're now gonna end up with uh we're going to talk about our favorite remakes. <laughs> uh, the ones that exist. The like, ones that really? exist in reality, not just the fantastical that you can imagination. Go watch. Yes, you know. that you can go watch yourself to be. And then we're going to actually mention um, remakes that we were like, but why? But why? But why? All right. So who wants to, who wants to ring us up? I'll go my First one that I wanted to mention is Kimi Wapetto, the mm. the newer version. Yes. I never watched the older version, but the newer version is hot. It's great. It is wild. It was, I think, one of the first J dramas that I ever watched, and yeah, like, it's really good. Finished. Like, I, I sort of when I first got into Asian dramas, I started a J drama and like wasn't aware that it wasn't a K drama, and mm -hmm. was like, "What is going on here? Like, this is." different and then later when i was like more versed in things i was like okay now i can like dive back in again it's 
sexy and sad and sweet and fun. And I love the actor in it is really, really yeah. good. Everything it's about a, it is a weird story. It's a really so good you, one. Yeah. You need a good actor. Yeah. You, you need solid story. performances. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's wild. Like one of the things with J drama is like, that was one of the first ones where that I watched and where I realized that like in a J drama, like the female lead could kiss or have sex with pretty much anybody. It doesn't really tell you anything about who nope. the end game is going to be. <laughs> so like, it's not like K-drama land where they're going to like give you like a fake kiss mm -hmm. in the second episode so that you know that that's the end game of your triangle. Like in J-drama, all bets are off. And Kimi Wapeto is a great story in my opinion, but it's also one of those sort of all bets are off kind of. Yeah versions of a rom-com-ish story like you just are kind of what's going on here yeah. but like also I mean he's a ballerina and I love ballet and I love dance so like you get some cool dance scenes and stuff it's neat it's a good story yeah it's and I don't story, but I like know it. if it was part of drama fever's demise however Asian crush has picked it up so you can watch it Huzzah. And, oh, and they've been replaying on less the Asian app, crush so, yeah perfect so there's really only one drama that I like specifically like the remake over the others, but I already talked about it and I really don't want to pick it. So I'm, we do what we want. And like, I like the original better than the remake, but like both are pretty solid. And that is Million Falling Stars or Stars Falling from yep. the Sky, which is the yep. Japanese version of The Smile Has Left Your Eyes, which mm -hmm. is the Korean version. Excellent. Uh, very very dark both of them the japanese much more dark than the year the remake of it so just keep that in mind the smiles left your eyes is should still be on vicky godspeed on the other one <laughs> but it is essentially about a really just not good guy messed up guy that hasn't gotten treated for anything and he develops a relationship with this girl who's a little bit nicer and she's like the sister of a police officer who thinks that a lot of the deaths of a lot of like young women in the town are attributed to him uh it takes you on a ride again the the japanese one is much darker and i think they like allow for the story to kind of develop more naturally than the korean version sort of spoiler alert for like two seconds but it's romeo and juliet and so the smiles left your eyes really leans into the Romeo and Juliet plot line. Like they have to pick up every character of Romeo and Juliet where the moon stars just like kind of is like, I'm hinting towards it. And there's also, we mentioned it earlier too. J dramas really like the potential brother sister. And that kind of happens in the story, but I just really like the intensity of it. I liked that he's not a good person and they really don't, try to make him a good person especially in the Japanese person when he stays kind of the way he is and he's just like a deeply flawed human being too so it's a little bit more realistic in that it's not just like full out potential serial killer type position so there's a lot of tension there's a lot of issues with like the relationships and like you know you spend a lot of your time like kind of be like what is she doing with this and like you know tension with the other things and then figuring out what's happening and why there are these deaths of people around and that sort of thing. And it's very cat and mouse too with like him and the detective brother 
both in that he's a detective and that's the sister involved. Both casts are stellar. They're amazing. So. Yeah, they're really good. Worth watching if you are into darker dramas. So, okay, I had like a hard time picking because I sort of had two different categories and one was like remakes of Asian things and then remakes of American things. So I decided to go with remakes of American things for my choice. And I really, really loved the remake of The Good Wife. If you're unfamiliar with The Good Wife, it's basically about a woman who had given up her legal career to be a housewife for her you know, lawyer, politician-esque husband. And then her husband gets involved in this huge corruption scandal and gets arrested. So she then has to go back to being a lawyer after like 15 years of not working. Like, I really like the American version too, but like there's something real good about the Korean version. Like the casting is excellent. And the... It's so good. Like, I watched it while it was airing. I don't remember where it was airing. I feel like it might have been a drama fever. It escape might have been. Possible. Because it is, it is a TVN drama. But it is 2016. I don't know when Drama mm-hmm. Fever decided to. Well, when we quiz. started this. So 2018. Yeah. 2018. Okay. October. So, yeah. I think, it, I think it was on. Dra- okay. Right. Dates. What are they? Um, <laughs> what is it? Who knows? Uh, so I do believe I was because it's a TVN drama, which is mm-hmm. they usually on drama fever. Um, and it was my first instance of watching a Studio Dragon. Oh, um, okay. Show. And if, if you're unfamiliar, Studio Dragon is like top tier production houses <laughs> for Korean dramas. Like they make the good shit. And this was just, it was really good. I, uh, not sure if it's anywhere available but if it is you should uh that's one that i i haven't watched but it it feels like the kind of western concept that translates well yeah exactly because like you know shitty politicians are shitty politicians you know but also that like conceptually as a western drama it has a really good start point Mm-hmm. And then at some point, now she's just a person who's a lawyer. Like it's, it, it you yeah. know, like it peters after a few seasons. You're kind of like, yeah, okay. And and now she's just a lady lawyer. Like that yeah. initial, whereas in a K-drama, you're just going to tell that first yeah. season kind of story. And, um, and it's, it's got done. a lot of faces that you know and recognize. Like it's got uh, Kim Seo Hyung in it. And she's just... Shit, just as like <laughs> the lead lawyer at the legal office partner. What's the law official firm? term for like a lo- law firm? Thank you. <laughs> we did it. Teamwork <laughs> made the dream work there. She's like the head partner at the law firm. And then it's got Lee Won Gun with his cute little smile doing oh. shit as one of like, because you know, she sort of enters as a, you know, basically an intern at. Because it's been so long since she practiced law, so it's like she's with all you know with Nat uh, with Nana, the actress Nana, and Lee Wen Gun is like the fellow, like hey legal there, legal. Hey there, fellow kid! It's so good. Like it's Chef's Kiss from Old Natalia. So do recommend if you can find it. Uh, yeah, because it was a TV and it looks like 
So those it are, was a TVN. There was also there was also then there was also then a Japanese version made, but I haven't I haven't seen that one, so I don't know if it's any good. Because who knows where that one is? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so my pick, the girls here, they already know. I actually had them watch it. Uh, so Il Mare is a movie. Mm-hmm. And... Movies still count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you don't. El Mare was actually the very first bit of Korean media I ever consumed like forever ago. And I didn't, you know, I didn't really know. I just knew it was Asian country. I didn't, you know, I didn't know much about the culture or anything at the time. I knew I liked the lake house a lot, the American version of the movie. So Mm -hmm. El Mare is the original from what I can tell uh, back in 2000. And it stars... Uh, Jin Ji Hyun and Lee Young Jae, and they are young people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are oh, very pretty young people. Very. <laughs> it's like, listen, you watch that, and you know exactly why they became as big and popular as they did. You know, that's true. Yeah, and it also the tone of the sh- the movie is just kind of like soft muted tones. Uh, not a lot of huge exciting things happen. Like it's a very mm-hmm. chill, weird letter time traveling situation. And I love that type of stuff. So Lake House story. was definitely the first one that I watched, and that has Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves in it. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in either of those people, and they're really fun too. So that is actually coming on to Netflix. I think Jesse mentioned that to mm-hmm. me the other day. In May. So at least US. But I would assume probably Canada as well. That I seems to travel. Yeah. What happened to me is I fell in love with the lake house first and then I went and watched Omar and I really enjoyed it. To me, they like I love them equally at this point because I have watched the lake house a bit more since it was in my native language and mm-hmm. I was also familiar with the actors more, mm-hmm. but both have similar tone, things like that. So, I mean, it also has really pretty architecture and stuff if you're into that. Mm-hmm. Or yes. if you're like Chicago mm-hmm. architecture specifically in the lake house, it's all about that. So, I get. I'm recommending Ilmari because you're not going to know that as much. But a little side note of check out the Lake House too, yeah. which was in 2015, which it feels like it was way longer than that. But wow, I'm going to go recheck that because that seems what wrong. What is it? Yeah, it kind of does seem wrong, but Two, 2006. Yeah. I wrote it down wrong. Okay, 2006. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, it's 2006. Yeah, I was like 2015. I, I looked like, it up earlier, oh. and I was like, "This is so." So it's only six years later. So Amari came out in 2000. Blake House came out in 2006. Sorry about that. No worries. No worries. Listen, we all make mistakes. We're all human. Oh, also, da, there's da, da, da. there's a little there's a little puppy dog in both. So like, yes. if that's a little, yeah, oh, yeah, a little <laughs> a little rug of a dog. So now we get into the fun part. Uh, which ones? Eh, maybe not. You know, skip maybe. Yeah. Well, I think. I mean, I sort of mentioned it earlier, but I would say tempted. No. Hmm. You're, mm-hmm. you're good. Go watch, go watch Cruel Intentions. If you're, if you're in the mood for some really sick, twisted, weird relationships, then that's your, you know, if you're in the mood for a, a typical Korean rom-com with a not very nice male lead, and it, you know what, there are better ones that you can yeah. watch. You can so watch. Like, listen, there now, ain't no, ain't no shortage of toxic, my guys. Ain't no shortage. Beautiful, beautiful people in Tempted. So I'm not <laughs> going to tell you that it's not gorgeous to watch. Like mm. they are 
I mean, it's like, I think it was Min Jae as like one of the side characters. It, like, but I mean, yeah, it it just did not do what it it did not yeah. follow the assignment mm -hmm. at all. So I would okay. leave that one alone. I I'm not even sure. I think it was a oh no, it was a Cocoa one. So it probably still exists out there in the world. But... Yeah, it does. I think it's on Viki. I that's all yeah, recently. I wouldn't worry about it if you save yourself some time. Watch the American version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So for me, I'm picking one that it technically isn't a remake, but they did in their like promotions of it, like hint toward it being a remake, even though it's definitely not. It's a Japanese movie called Jaws in Japan. It is absolutely, <laughs> and I say this as someone who watches any sort of really terrible creature feature i love every weird shark or alligator movie that ever comes my way but jaws in japan is the absolute worst and i'm going to spoil it for you because it doesn't matter you shouldn't watch it even though i think it's still on Tubi for free thankful that i didn't have to pay for it the shark you never see until the last 30 <laughs> seconds. No. And maybe wow. if I remember, I'll like put up a picture on our Twitter uh, of it. Oh it's boy. So absurd. And it's literally just basically um you spending an hour with these two girls in this a lot of like homemade movie stuff, because they always have like a video camera and it like weirdly transitions into like hints of like other people who potentially died because it also has this like psycho like quality to it Incredible. where like the girls are going to this like uh, you know <laughs> hotel on the beach and like the person who owns it is like taking them and killing them oh my God. and it's basically just like you know just shots of you know their breasts the entire time but oh classic of course the of course. worst thing ever and you don't even get the 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 shark until the last seconds of it and it's so absurd uh. that like it would have been so fun to see the shark during this entire thing but <laughs> yeah. nope you don't get it at all you get so nothing. please i watched I'm it done for gretchen wieners so <laughs> you don't have to like just don't do it just don't no so for me and it pains me to say this and the reason it pains me to say this is because I love Suho so much. Oh, did we oh. pick the same freaking oh, no. thing? <laughs> one? I'll, I'll pick oh, something no. else. Go for it. Go okay. for it. Because I just want to agree and chime in that yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Rich Man is not good. Okay. I watched the entire thing. You don't have to. Um, <laughs> it's based on Rich Man, Poor Woman, which is Japanese drama. That's actually pretty, pretty good. Like Rich Man, Poor Woman. Yeah. Nice, solid, solid drama. Uh, Rich Man just feels lazy when you're watching it. Like it just feels like they made it because they could. They they could. Like no effort was put into the writing. Like the actors are doing their best, but like if you're given a shitty script, you're given a shitty script. Yeah, you know what I mean? Back. So it's mm -hmm. like if you love if you love Suho, like I do, like yeah, sure, go watch it whatever but otherwise <laughs> you know that that tiktok where it's like i like you here's a cookie i like you, you. here's a cookie um 
Yeah, it's just sort of, it's a yawn. It's boring. It's just, it's a really boring drama that you just are like, okay, let's check my wrist. What time is it? Like, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Also, his character wasn't likable at all. No. Like, ever. No. Even after his arc, supposedly. No. Oh. It was the same. It was badly written. It was like a poorly written. He's just a dick. Like, you're just like, okay. It, it was tough to hang on because that was back when I wouldn't drop things. That's the only reason yeah. why I finished it. And I, I was there for <sighs> Suho, man. I was like, yeah, come we on. want, listen, we want, I just, we wanted him he, to be and so he good. Didn't, he didn't act bad. No, he just he was, had like, a bad. Listen, he right. was acting. I'm sure he was acting exactly how written he was written and directed. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yep. But if you like mean male leads and doormat female leads, boy, are you in for a treat? Like <laughs> garbage. It's just garbage. Sorry for stealing it, Sky. No, 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 no. So it's one of the few I don't like. So I was like, mm-hmm. so this is something that we've. Th- this is a sequel. Can I do Ooh. a sequel? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I also <laughs> remembered a show that I think you finished. That's hit me with it. Didn't you watch Leverage remake? Yes, yeah, it's it? actually really good. It's really though. good. Yeah, the Leverage remake is really good. So I recommend it. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're on bad remakes right now. That's right. Never mind. I was th- yeah, I was I like literally that. just thinking of things. Leverage that, yeah. excellent. Leverage top notch remake. It's really good. Fine, yeah. sorry. Actually, to be honest, most of the remakes of American shows just yeah, actually like. Uh, but maybe Survivor, amazing. The, the one about the amazing. Oh, I was gonna say I remember not suits. I haven't watched. I like. I liked it, but it has a very different vibe than the original. Let's just mm. say that. But uh, Life on Mars, holy shit, that was good. <laughs> uh, but you can definitely do a sequel. Yeah. yeah so because because I'm borrowing the barrel because the only like. You're beautiful and fabulous, boys. It's not a show for everybody, but like I love it, so I'm not gonna like oh, yeah. right. on yeah. it. So yeah, both are weird little shows. Like I can't say no they're to them, they're a product of their time. They sure are. They're um, very so tropey and fun. The, the one that I will I will straight up tell people I don't like is Pirates: The Last Royal Treasure movie. Oh, that's fair. No, I do not like. You didn't it. like it, and I actually. I would just always tell people, just go watch the first one. Yeah, the first one is the first one is better. As much as I love King, narratively, and, and not not that the first one had like a huge, huge plot, but it just mm-hmm. was easier. And I, I think that's my biggest gripe about it because both are silly. It's fine. the The second one is just messy. There's too mm-hmm. many things, and they don't mm-hmm. get explained, and it's very confusing for like no. There's no reason it's so confusing, and it's not because it's in another language. It's because it's just messy. Mm. Yeah. When when it's an action show, you don't need to be that. So like the first one actually. Sorry. Okay, now that sounded like thunder. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be. Which actually makes me think of the thunder in that movie, the lightning in that movie. Which, and, okay, that was a pretty sick scene. Was, I will be so honest, like, but I guess the movie it, was very stupid. Yeah. If you are going in purely for just action scenes, you're fine. I'm just saying, story. I actually think it was literally uh, just bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Mm-hmm. No, we were. I and don't, and don't go for romance a, either because it's. Meh. I watched no, it as a group watch, and the and we had fun with it. Like there are definitely fun mm. aspects to it, and I think as a group watch, it works well because you're chatting with people and stuff. But like, yeah, we were like, 
really? This is this is the romance? Because it would be so much better if like the bag was the romance or this guy was L- the literally romance. any like, other character. Literally any, any other, other character made a better romance. You're like, okay. And then but like the action scenes, the fight scenes are fantastic. Yeah. They're like like even most of the like CGI stuff is pretty cool to watch. You know, the soundtrack, like, I guess, excellent soundtrack. I guess but... just out of nowhere, and you're like, "Why is there a giant whale now?" What? Okay. <laughs> I guess it's one of those movies. Just turn the subs off. Like just, just yeah. You don't need to know what's going on. It. You can just, just watch it and have fun. Watch it. Just watch it. Don't watch don't it. don't care about why they're doing anything because if you knew it wouldn't explain it either it make that's it better. okay I yeah. Guess. yeah but i actually i actually liked the plot of the first one and so that's why mm. i was so let down by the second one mm. i think i had my hopes up too much for too uh, long too much for expectations years. yeah womp, womp. yeah, yeah. Mm. don't get snookered so you can see you can go watch it on netflix but or you could just go on to youtube and watch the first one and be happy there you go. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I encourage. I encourage you to seek out the first one. <laughs> yeah. The first one really became a dragon, which is you'll only get if you watch the first one. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Jenna, you'll have to watch to find out what I mean. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that was our episode on remakes. Well, let's see. It was nominally about remakes and most about our incredible remake. <laughs> that's true. That we wish existed. Maybe we'll do an MDL list. So- a bunch of remakes. Yeah, a bunch of remakes. Yeah. Um, we got, if you bunch. need some more, because we definitely have more on our list. I know that. Oh, yeah. For sure, we have tons more. If you are enjoying our vibe, okay, and want to hear us, uh, you know, come up with other rankings of things, you should check out our live stream coming on Saturday, May 7th. So that's this Saturday. It's going to be at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, a nice afternoon stream. And we are making a tier list of k-drama male leads as who would be the best husbands good husband bad mm-hmm. husband who who's who's our future husbando we will be we can be bought by commenters That's uh you true. can you can influence our decisions if you are Maybe you're on patreon and yeah, you if say, you're... hey this is who i want to be in a top yeah. tier we'll be like sure we'll be like we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll debate we'll take in your yeah. opinions into consideration uh so that's gonna be on saturday may 7th at 2 p.m in addition next week next wednesday may 11th we are going to be having a what another discord watch party hey yo we had a lot of fun at the kim porsche one so we want to keep that energy rolling uh we're going to be watching the first episode of worry the virgin because you know sunk just just so we uh we don't have the exact time yet but I think it'll probably be around 8.30 because that's when they normally are. Yes. So it'll be in the evening on Wednesday, May 11th. We hope that you join us on our Discord over there. Um, In addition to Discord, we have our website, of course, certifiednunas.com that has all the podcast episodes and links and everything. They're always also on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple iTunes, you know, all the places. Uh, and if you would like to become an official supporter of this podcast and join the Certified Fan family, you're going to have to go to patreon.com slash certified Nunas to do so. Our, we have we have so much fun with the Fan family. We just had a movie night. We watched Pipeline. It was mm-hmm. hilariously good times. We had a great time a with that. that uh, we, we put like extra stuff that, uh, you know, we just we have a good time over there with the, with the Fan family. We love them. 
in addition we're always on social media it's always at certified nunas all one word usually instagram and twitter are the easiest places to find us anyway we hope you have a fantastic week maybe pick up a remake or something and uh, as always enjoy asian entertainment bye bye, bye. bye.